Welcome to another edition of the Oscar Central Podcast. My name is Jacob, and I'm here to discuss with the panel the Oscar Central Awards. Um, the nomination show came out, I think, two weeks ago, um, and we've got articles up of all the nominations. So if you want to follow along while you're listening to it, uh, you're more than likely or more than welcome to. But for our panel here today to discuss the awards, Lex, how are you doing? I'm great. Um, I went to go get water just now and my roommate didn't refill the Brita. So I instead have wine. Um, <laughs> that's <laughs> that's iconic. That's what was like in the, the fridge? Transition. Um, yeah. But yeah, I'm still reeling from the glory of uh, SNL last night, but I'm good. And Adriano, how are you? Oh, I'm doing great. I was supposed to be at an all coin the Western Front uh, FYC event tonight, but my car had other plans. Um, but other than that, I'm doing good. Well, I'm so sorry. I RSVP'd for another one next week. I'm good. Okay, good. Good. Perfect. <laughs> and our wonderful MC for the night, Nicole, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm so excited to like finally have these awards out and into the world. I've known the results for a few days and I am so excited to like actually get to share it with everyone now. Absolutely. Yeah, I know I know the results and um I'm very very interested to see some of the reactions. I think <laughs> that they are they're very us award winners. Um but before we get into that, just to make sure that everyone uh, knows what we're all up to. We'll go over what we watched this past week, and I'll start with Adriano. What have you been watching this past week? Um, well, I watched The Sea Beast uh, literally right before we started, and I really liked it. I, I thought it was really, uh, really fun to watch. Um, I watched the Pamela Anderson documentary this morning as well, and I thought that was really fascinating. Um, what else I watch? I've been, you know, TV wise, I've, you know, I've been continuing watching uh, Mad Men and also like the new shows like Shrinking and Poker Face. And for some weird reason, I'm still watching Velma, um, which is <laughs> as bad as you hear. <laughs> that feels like masochistic to keep watching. Yeah. Well, I, I, I'm, it's, it's kind of morbid curiosity at this way. Like, <laughs> but I'm at a point where I'm like, well, it's not getting any better or worse. <laughs> Um, also, yeah, yeah, I give it that at least. Um, uh, but and also, of course, The Last of Us, which Jesus Christ, um, <laughs> the opposite of Velma. Um, and what, what I, oh, and I also watched uh, 80 for Brady, which you know, it's fun enough, but I'm also well aware that I'm not the target demographic for that movie at all. Um, and I watched Knock at the Cabin, which you know, for M by M Night standards, could have been worse. <laughs> uh, Nicole, what have you been watching? Uh, so I really have not been watching much this week. I have been uh, writing my thesis, which I have a draft due to my advisor, um, like end of this week, so or tonight, really. Um, so that's what I've been focusing on. I've watched one movie, which is a new Australian movie on Netflix um, called True Spirit, which is like not great. It's a little Disney Channel-esque. It's definitely like aimed at teens, I would say, maybe tweens. Uh, but it is the like actual true story of um, Jessica Watson, who was is the still the youngest person to have circumnavigated the globe by herself. Um, and it has Anna Paquin playing her mother. Um, and it's one of those things where, like, an Oscar-nominated actress rolls up in a movie that you would not expect her to be in. Um, but it actually is decent fun. Like, if you're looking for something just to pop on, I think True Spirit is, like, worth a watch. And, and you know, it definitely feels like it falls into that genre of, like, inspiring young movie for teen girls. And it, it does what it needs to for that. Amazing. Uh, Lex, what have you been watching? So besides the um, last episode of The Last of Us, which I watched three times over the course of this week, um, and then SNL, which I've since watched twice, um, this is the year of Pedro Pascal, and I'm here for it. Um, I actually watched To Leslie. I really liked it. I really liked it. Um, I'm not going to comment on Andrea Riseborough's performance. It's it's a good performance. 
I care not to get um killed on Stan Twitter. So I'm not going to comment on it too much, but I really liked the movie. Um, and then, um, why do I feel like I'm missing something big? Oh, I've, I've also watched copious amounts of Bluey. Um, who needs therapy when you can just watch Bluey? I also started watching Bluey this week. I'd never seen like a full episode before. And like, they're so quick and easy. And it slaps. Like, you know, healer for person of the year 2023. I mean, truly, my sister and I are both like kind of obsessed with Bluey right now um, because I am Bluey and she is bingo. Um, but honestly, the way that that show is popular with like kids and neurodivergent adults should be studied. Um, yeah, I, I had no idea what this is, so. You are just... missing out. Yeah. Go I, on I Disney Plus okay. and just yeah. watch Bluey it's, and have a good time. It's good it's stuff, so Jacob. You'd funny. like it. It's so yeah. funny. It looks like something I would like. Okay. The, okay, I literally, I cannot stop quoting. Hannah and I can't stop quoting. The bit where Bing, um, Bluey's like, you're going to the airport tomorrow, bingo. Airport? Bingo goes, I'm going to go to the airport. Go to the airport. <laughs> Like, <laughs> going to the it's it's so good i keep cool. quoting the one where bingo and bluey like dress up like um uh like a middle-aged couple to go to this restaurant and bingo's the dad and she's like that's great babe like <laughs> you come on that's great babe it's so funny i truly it was one of those things that i saw it on my tiktok enough that i was like okay i need to just like watch an episode and it's literally like what are they 10 minutes um i i think easy watch i'm gonna like heal myself after i finish this draft of my thesis by watching like several hours worth of blue yeah well it's been a very australian week for nicole apparently (laughs) um for me uh, I talked last week about how I was gearing up to watch The Last of Us as a joke, and then The Last of Us came, and of course, uh, it was probably worth it. <laughs> probably worth Did not watch watching it? anything before. Oh yeah, like three times. Okay. Um, but uh, other than The Last of Us, I also saw 80 for Brady, which is fun. Um, it's stupid, but it is a lot of fun. Uh, I have to say, I I don't care about spoilers. Everyone here has seen it, I assume. I don't think, no. I don't think people who I, are going to be like, oh, there was, yeah, I haven't, okay. but I also it or slim to none. Based on a true I don't story. think I'm going to. Y'all, I had there's to look up a, Adriana, who Tom Brady like, was joke. and what he looked like this week. So I don't think I'm going to be seeing. Okay. Uh, there's a, the fanny pack joke. I was like, mm. I yelled. I was like, <laughs> this was really funny. <laughs> It, it, uh, it made me laugh when Guy Fieri got involved. Yeah. Like <gasps> Wait, now I want to see. <laughs> no, he plays like an actual role. It's so stupid. It's so funny. Little role. Um, nah, nah, <laughs> it uh, also, I just have to say the whole idea behind like why Tom Brady came back from the Super Bowl. It's so so stupid, <laughs> but it's so funny. Um, Can't believe he agreed also, to that. <laughs> it was. It was also, it's also really funny because you could definitely tell, because I was, my theater was pretty packed and you could tell that most of the people in there didn't know what happened in the Super Bowl because they were actively screaming and cheering for them to come back when they came. And when they did, of course, um, the ladies were just like going nuts, like just yelling. Um, I was the youngest person in my theater. By oh, yes. Decades. Yes. Uh, there were I know there were a lot of guys who were trying to explain like what like why the game was so big and everything like what mattered it was just it was so funny great experience um, then I saw Knock at the Cabin which isn't perfect but almost as Adriano said it's like for Shyamalan standards especially over the past couple of years it's it's not bad it's entertaining um, and I also got to watch one um one sundance movie uh it's called slow it's really good um i definitely recommend watching that one um and i think after that i will kick it off to nicole to start listing off our awards so you take away okay exciting 
Um, so as I read them all, I'll also read the nominees so that you guys can remember who was nominated. Um, and let's start with a great category. Hold up, we need, we need uh, 15 minutes of unfunny jokes first. Oh, yes. <laughs> what do you think that before this was? No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> but I'm a little rude, but okay. <laughs> uh, there it is. No, <laughs> just kidding. That would be 15 minutes of actually funny jokes. Um, let us host the Oscars. Uh, but for our category for Best Supporting Actors, we had nominated Chanel Monet, Claire Foy, Stephanie Hsu, Carrie Condon, and Lashana Lynch. And I could not be more excited to say that Lashana Lynch won for The Woman King. I put a handful of popcorn in my mouth at the wrong friggin' moment. <laughs> I'm so excited. Yeah, it definitely And deserves. that was was one of the ones that, like, it was fairly overwhelmingly in her favor, which was exciting to see. Um, so I, I love for us to have a winner who's not nominated um, for the Oscars. And we actually have that occurring quite a bit, which yeah. I think is super fun. No, I love it. Um, I thought she was a great performance in that. Oh, gosh. Yeah. And what a year. But oh, she's more amazing. On more on her later. Um, for Best Supporting Actor, we had nominated Kei Kwan, Barry Keoghan, Ben Wishaw, Mark Rylance, and Brian Tyree Henry. Fantastic lineup. And once again, I'm thrilled to say that Barry Keoghan for The Banshees of Inisherin won. Yeah. There's a gem. Popcorn down. That's fantastic. I love Barry. Puts it in her mouth as soon as, like, as soon as the cold goes, yeah. and the winner is, and that's when she starts chomping. Yeah. She's like, oh, this won't be that exciting. <laughs> but then it is. Mm-hmm. Honestly, so I was super excited for this, too, just because, like, I love Barry's nomination at the Oscars. Obviously, if you've been reading our content lately, you would know that. Um, but I also like don't think he's winning at the Oscars. So this made me pretty excited. You know, someone call him and let him know that he got the Oscar <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Um, going on to thing, our... Sorry, sorry to interrupt. Oh. I'm swallowing popcorn. I really need to just put this down. <laughs> I didn't eat dinner. Um, <laughs> do we think? Just real quick before we continue, okay. that any like fan accounts of any of these people are, are going to be like, oh, Barry Keoghan yes. won a yes. Oscar Central yes. Award. Oh, somebody. They already did. I they wait, already did with I the nomination. I yearn for that moment. They did, didn't they? Yeah. A yeah. Gabriel LaBelle fan account. Yeah. Did oh. it for Listen, the nomination. I, the Gabriel LaBelle, you know what? Like, I don't support Blonde in the slightest, <laughs> but we should have made Ana de Armas win so that Ana <laughs> de Armas updates could have tweeted Oh, we would have. Uh, yeah, that, that would have yeah. gone wow. Best performance by a woman named Anna that was in a Netflix movie. Worst performance of Marilyn Monroe. The nominees are Catherine McPhee and Anna Tarr. <laughs> McPhee, McPhee. You know what? Uh, Catherine McPhee actually would win that one. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, sorry to interrupt. Oh, you. my God. Um, well, if anyone has a way to reach our next winner, please let me know. Uh, for best voice performance, we nominated Jenny Slate, Antonio Banderas, Rosalie Chang, Gatton Matarazzo, and Zoe Saldana. And I wish Jillian was here to hear this. Antonio Banderas won. We oh, here at Oscar Central boy, love Puss in Boots. <laughs> Come on down, Anthony. <laughs> Come accept your award. Um... For best youth performance, speaking of Gabriel Bell, we had nominated Sammy Pableman himself, of course, Frankie Corio, Jalen Hall, Bella Ramsey, and Sadie Sink. And I don't think literally anyone would be surprised to hear me say that our winner is Frankie Corio. As it should have been. Um, right. Like, be. Better than Mescal. I don't. I. Oh, I don't know about that. But I don't know if I go that far. I would say I as said what as, I said. I wouldn't I would say go as that far, as. but that's not such a bad take that I'm like, what are you talking about? Yeah. Yeah. I don't. She's. I don't agree, but I'm like, nah, fair. She's amazing, and I don't know if anyone else follows her mom on Twitter. Yeah. Um But seeing the me photos of her, her mom remotes. Yeah, seeing the photos of her at like all the different award shows and ceremonies is truly making my life like. Talk about someone who is soaking it in. I'm so happy for her. You want to know what was really funny, though, is today at the London yeah. Circle, she couldn't go. So her dad yep. or uh, Frankie's dad went and got the funniest picture with Kia Kwan. And I, uh, I love it. That whole family is just perfect. 
perfect in every way. Um, so then for best cameo or small role, which honestly, these nominees were like one of my faves of the whole thing. And this is the category that I really love, which saying that sounds funny because I'm like, yeah, I made it. So of course I love it. But um, y'all really delivered on it. So our nominees were Stephen Sondheim and Angela Lansbury, Ethan Hawke, Ashley Judd, Olivia Wilde, and Tobey Maguire. And we really came through and gave it to Olivia Wilde for her tiny cameo in Babylon, which... Because it's good. It, it is. It's my favorite part of Babylon. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, by the end, I was so, like, destroyed by trying to be brainwashed into thinking it was a good movie. And so I completely <laughs> forgot she was in it. And now that all the Babylon lovers aren't here, I can, like, speak my feelings speak on it. Really? <laughs> but she I... was good. Truly, genuinely, after having seen the movie twice, think the problem with the movie is that it follows Brad Pitt's character and not hers. Like, forget no, him. I want to see wanna a have... movie about her. I want to see what happened when she left that mansion. When she yeah, drove off. I exactly. It's the movie I want. But honestly, after everything um, in the press with Olivia Wilde this past year, it feels right that we should give her an award. Um, no, all right. Yeah. So, best animal performance. Do I like even really need to read our nominees? Because Is I think we all we all know who won. Jenny. It's Jenny the donkey. Um, that Brendan Gleeson. <laughs> who weren't even nominated. Was he also Jenny nominated won. in this category. <laughs> no, he didn't get nominated at all. He tried to kill Jenny, but Jenny said not today. <laughs> the Jenny fan. I'm gonna create a Jenny the donkey fan account. Be like Jenny Honestly? the donkey has won an Oscar Central <laughs> Award. Oscar Central Award. Please no, please do that. I'm actually, if I don't speak for a while, <laughs> I I hope that like every podcast that we do for a while gets a fan account made out of it because um was it last week or the one before that Kenzie made the Sammy Fable? Oh, that was account? last week. It was last. Yeah. Week. So Which I finally it. found it. I couldn't search for it. <laughs> Oh my it god! They they like knew that I liked the movie, and they were like, "You're you're banned from a fan yeah. <laughs> account." Uh, so then another great category: actor who showed the most range across multiple projects this year. Our nominees were Colin Farrell, Florence Pugh, Anya Taylor Joy, Lashana Lynch, and Mark Rylance. Truly, something there for everyone. Honestly, this is such a great lineup, and any of them would have been worthy winners, but. Once again, the award goes to Lashana Lynch. Oh. Lashana Lynch fan breaking news. Lashana Lynch has won two Oscar Central Awards. <laughs> Which honestly, I will say oh, that right. with the with the award being for like most range, I do feel like doing a movie musical, a like historical epic, and a Marvel film. <laughs> is is a pretty good argument for most range showed in a year um i'm so excited that she like had so many projects this year and i really hope that she goes on to keep like being booked and busy well she'll be booked and busy this year i'm really excited for her upcoming movie mm-hmm. yeah um, she is such a talent okay um, for our next award, we have Best Ensemble. We had nominated Glass Onion, Women Talking, The Woman King, She Said, and Don't Worry Darling. Uh, better nominees than the SAG Ensemble ones. Um, but our winner, I am very happy to announce, is Women Talking. Good. Yeah. yeah. I was like, Fair I know nice. that Adriana is going to be thrilled about that. Good. It's the best ensemble of the year. Do you Time know. Close. And I love what? everything everyone wants, but not even close. Do you it's know what was one of the funniest? Everything yeah. everyone wants. It's an ass. Get out of here. No, it's not. It's an ass. You know, like four people. What was one of the funniest Bye. jokes made in Pedro Pascal's SNL last night? Yeah. Is, there's this sketch where he goes on a game show and it's yeah. like pop trivia. Mm -hmm. I saw and they today. like, there's one where they're like, oh, this series ended in 1983 based off the Vietnam War. And he's like, oh, MASH. And it's like this, uh, who was in All About Eve? And he's like, oh, Betty Davis. And then it was like, what 2022 film uh, stars uh, Francis McDormand and Claire Foy? And he's like, it's a woman. Oh, my God. I <laughs> no one that. knows it. It's, it's so good. <laughs> I, it was awful because it's true, but it also was really funny. Yeah. No kidding. 
Um, okay, moving into some of our tech categories. Um, y'all did so well on these. For best score, our nominees were All Quiet on the Western Front, Women Talking, Don't Worry Darling, Bones and All, and Babylon. And we did it, Joe. The winner is All Quiet on the Western Front. How happy Adriano is right now is proof that I didn't just win these to be my winners. (laughs) Oh man, yeah. Just I Nicole was there, but um, (laughs) when the when we first heard that, I just this is literally me on my seat. I just went. (laughs) I remember Uh, seeing you like actually physically move. (laughs) I was I I, my soul left my body. It was insane. Yeah, I'm so excited to go see that in the theater. Oh, I, the, I've uh, seen it twice in a theater. I want to see it in a theater again so badly. I'm so oh, excited to go nice. see it. Stupid the car breaking down. I need to. So I need sorry. to like text my friends who still work at the theater, and they're I'm be like, put all quiet in the loudest one. <laughs> Don't put yeah. it in the, in the bad one. <laughs> um. All right, and then sticking with sound. Our nominees for Best Sound were Elvis, All Quiet on the Western Front, Top Gun Maverick, Bones and All, and Don't Worry Darling. And our winner for Best Sound is Bones and All. Oh. We said okay. we like the sound of cannibals munching. <laughs> we said That was not my matter. vote, but that's okay. <laughs> Honestly, I think it's such like an inspired win, and especially because it's the kind of thing that the Academy does not acknowledge. Um, but it is one of the things that, like, after watching the film for the first time, I could not stop talking about the sound work in it. Um, you know, it's also one of those things where, God, I miss when we had two sound categories. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so then for best original song, we had nominated Natu Natu, Lift Me Up, Vegas, Hold My Hand, and With You All the Time. And this actually is one that was quite close in the results, but the winner is actually With You All the Time from Don't Worry Darling. Um, we clearly have some Harry Styles fans in no. the club. Am I Harry Styles fan? I didn't vote for it. Well, Lex, <laughs> I voted for Elvis. Was Elvis? I. Second? Um, I'm trying to remember. I think Vegas and Natu Natu and With You All the Time were both all had votes for them. Um, I need to have a little chat. I think that's the three with everyone. Well, no, honestly, I love it because I think With You All the Time is, like, the most integral to any plot of a film of all these songs. So I love to see a song that's actually part of the plot get recognized. I mean, Um, not to not to show that the British can't dance. So, I mean, mean, true, true. (laughs) I just mean, because, like, that one obviously has a fantastic scene, but, like, the With You All the Time is literally, like, at least every 15 minutes in that film. Yeah. Also, honestly, maybe everyone voted in honor of the fact that apparently Florence Pugh is is has a song dropping um soon for that Zach Braff movie that's coming out. Um uh, that she wrote and is performing. So everyone get hyped for Florence Pugh music career launching soon. Um if anyone's seen her old stuff on YouTube, they will know why I'm so excited about that. Uh, and then to wrap up our sound categories, best use of music in a film, we have After Sun, Elvis, Moon Age Daydream, Do Revenge, and Fresh. Um, this is actually funny because I was with some friends last night and they were talking about having watched Do Revenge and they were like, the music and it was so good. And it was like, nice. Um, it is nominated for our award. But I, again, don't think it's going to be a surprise here that our winner of Best Use of Music in a Film was After Sun. Yep. Good. Best Use of Music to Make You Cry. <laughs> again, like I said, if a movie can make it to where the song should never be used in movies again, then <laughs> that's that's a great use of music. Then that also, wins. <laughs> Also, I know that Nicole knows this because we were we saw it together, but hearing that Charlotte Wells was like, yeah, it was just a YouTube video, like a YouTube sound that I like listened to whenever I couldn't write or whatever. And I said, oh, let's just throw it in the movie. Perfect. Incredible. We love that, that so much. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but clearly had actually sunk into her subconscious <laughs> from listening to it because it's perfect 
Um, all right. And then going into some design categories for best costume design, we had nominated Elvis, Glass Onion, The Woman King, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, and Don't Worry Darling. And our winner, which I think may be repeated somewhere else, is Elvis. Nice. I, I feel like even for people who don't like that movie, Adriano, um, the costume work is kind of hard to deny in it. Like, just the amount of costume work in it is so impressive. And the way that they recreated everything down to, like, extras costuming is truly insane. I feel like that's the, that's the award that Elvis is winning in our awards that I feel like you probably can argue with the least. <laughs> but, I, I mean... I, I'm I'm not opposed to it. I wouldn't give it. I didn't vote for it. I can say that much. <laughs> oh, yeah. But I, I don't think that's the one that's going to, you know, upset you. Um, <laughs> for production design, we nominated Glass Onion, Don't Worry Darling, Babylon, Elvis, and The Woman King. And, you know, maybe we just wanted to do this for friend of the site, Emma Sasek. But our winner is Don't Worry Darling. That's a good win. Here for it. Yeah. That's another kind of like with Elvis and costumes. Even if you don't like the movie, that's pretty damn good work. Exactly. And again, a place where like production design really plays like a role in the film mm -hmm. more than just being, you know, the background setting. So I um, also, frankly, I think I'm not the only one who was like, yeah, I'll go live there. <laughs> I mean, dystopia aside. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, I mean, like not in that, you know, situation, know you mean, but yeah. in that setting. Absolutely. Lex, we'll get houses side by side. Um, Here for it. <laughs> for Best Hair and Makeup, our nominees were Everything Everywhere All at Once, Glass Onion, Elvis, The Woman King, and Don't Worry Darling. And our winner is Elvis. Um, oh, that's good. That, I, I agree with that one. Yeah. It's a I great mean, winner, especially... like what, just what's nominated, I agree with that one. Yeah. Just the work on Priscilla alone, honestly... Yeah. is is worth it and especially because we had separated the categories out with with best makeup and hair and then having best prosthetics i think it's a really good win yeah prosthetics i got some issues with but hair and makeup that looks great yeah i agree um so speaking of prosthetics our nominees for best prosthetics work were the whale the batman elvis all quiet on the western front and x and our winner is x which, you know, love As to see a should. horror winner in As this category. Should. Yeah. Good. I was thrilled to see that. Funny story. I I saw it at a press screening and um uh I after it came out, after I got all got out of the theater, there was like a um news story confirming Pearl. And that's mm. when I realized like reading the article that Maya was the old lady, and I just went, Excuse me? Yeah. Like it's it's insane work. I have to say I have not even watched the movie but I went and I like looked at some of the stuff from like the behind the scenes you know content and I was like oh yeah I'm voting for them <laughs> it's it's absolutely insane it is um, you know you, do you like, know how good uh makeup work have to be that I didn't vote for the whale yeah <laughs> yeah I feel like this was one of those ones where it was undeniable and even though like you know some of us had favorites in other that were other nominees, it was like, nah, I gotta go with X. And it, it did win, like, overwhelmingly. All right, moving on. Our nominees for Best Cinematography were After Sun, The Banshees of Inishirin, Tar, Bones and All, and Avatar, The Way of Water. And our winner is Bones and All. Look at Bones and All. <clears throat> Truly, uh I love to see us embracing a film that the Academy would not. <laughs> mm -hmm. Um, and it is a gorgeous movie. movie. Yeah, I think sort of like you were saying with production design and Don't Worry Darling and, and costumes and Elvis, even if you don't like the film, you can appreciate the cinematography of Bones and yeah. All. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Although, you know, like Bones Although, and All. <laughs> I love the film, so. <laughs> all right. For Best Visual Effects, we nominated Everything Everywhere All at Once. Nope. The Batman, Avatar, The Way of Water, and All Quiet on the Western Front. And congrats to my band, Big Jim, we voted for Avatar: The Way of Water. Which... So that's one of those. That's one of those winners just, just, that like. Just just, but yeah, I know that's one of those winners that like will win everything, and everyone's just like, "Well, yeah." 
Well, like, yeah. duh. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Not even like, <laughs> it's just like, oh, is it your favorite too? I'm like, well, obviously. <laughs> it is funny <laughs> that like this whole awards were like, oh, we're so happy that we're giving awards to things that wouldn't be like nominated or rewarded. And then when it comes to Avatar in this category, we're like, yeah, there's no we're other like, answer. Yeah. There's no other actually, answer. It would be weird if we didn't give uh-huh. it to Avatar. Oh, actually, as a matter of fact, I was thinking about this um, the other day because I watched, you know, I said I watched True Spirit. And one of the guys in it looked really familiar to me. And I was like, I don't think I've ever seen anything this man's done. But like something about him just like vaguely familiar and his voice sounds familiar to me. I looked it up. He's the um, like water chief who's like married to Kate Winslet's character. Uh-huh. Was he blue? Um, yeah and and no truly would, it was that that like i recognized his voice and his face structure looked like vaguely familiar um so i'm like well done with that you know cgi work mm-hmm. on them um every time i see something about the making of that film i get more and more impressed it, it's impressive work it really is i can't wait for number three <laughs> and uh bearer is that what it's called yeah Yikes. so <laughs> For best film editing, our nominees were Everything Everywhere All at Once, After Sun, Elvis, Tar, and Bones and All. And our winner for best film editing was Elvis. Wow. Yeah. Which, Very you know, nice. I guess the people of Oscar Central love a montage. No comment. <laughs> <laughs> See, I told you, Adriana. I was like, there's one that you're not going to like. And it's this one. <laughs> um. And moving on, our nominees for best stunt work are RRR, that felt weird to say, um, Top Gun Maverick, Black Panther Wakanda Forever, The Northman, and The Woman King. I love each and every one of these nominees being here so much. But our winner was The Woman King. Hell yeah. Which I think is a great winner. And especially to be, you know, recording this on the day that um viola davis egotted feels feels right (laughs) um so then our nominees for best international film are decision to leave rrr all quiet on the western front saint omer and argentina 1985 and our winner does anyone want to guess our winner argentina 1985 (laughs) (laughs) We are not the Golden Globes. Wouldn't be opposed to it, I'll be honest. But... Yeah, it's a good movie. Oh, it's a good um, movie. But is it all, all quiet good? on the Western Front? <laughs> oh. Um, Lex, you don't have to sound so disappointed. Sorry, I don't even remember who I voted for. Lex is pro-war, apparently. No, yeah, I'm is. not. I'm she anti-war is. film. It's just how I am. Are. <laughs> Our nominees for Best Animated Film are Marcel the Shell with Shoes On, uh, GDT's Pinocchio, Turning Red, Puss in Boots, The Last Wish, and My Father's Dragon. And this is maybe the one I was most surprised by. Our winner is Puss in Boots, The Last Wish. I'm not so, surprised. you know, congrats, Jillian. Congrats, <laughs> Jillian. I mean, I voted for Pinocchio, but fuck yeah, Puss in Boots is like weird. I voted for My Father's Dragon, so it could have one moment in the sun but yeah (laughs) this i was gonna say this one was kind of spread out um i think because we have great nominees all around um and then for best documentary film our nominees were fire of love moon age daydream selena gomez my mind and me all the beauty and the bloodshed and good night oppie there's no winner here truly there's not there's no wrong talks but our winner is fire of love hell yeah i almost said it more strong word, but I try <laughs> not to drop the F-bomb on here. Um, and which feels even more fitting because of Lex's interview Indeed. that is up on the site now with the director, Sarah Dosa. Indeed. All right. Uh, then moving on, our nominees for best horror film were Bodies, 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 Barbarian, Pearl, X, and Bones and All. Um, and our winner is Bones and All. Which that's not a horror film, you weirdos. That's horror. It's horror. <laughs> I think anytime people are eating other people, you're allowed to call it a horror film, Lex. I, th- I feel yeah, like uh, but, bodies, okay. bodies, bodies. We're all good. Yeah, right. it's really more of a horror film than bodies. But I will agree with no, that. No, bodies, bodies, bodies is horror. But 
Well, that's a different. Well, it's Hori. Jake. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I need to have a chat with everyone in Oscar Central about what a horror film is, but okay. It honestly, the category oh, wow. sort of became like horror slash thriller. And I think that you can put Bones and All much more under like thriller because sections of that movie were the most tense I've been in a theater in a long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> honestly, with the performance that Mark Rylance gave in that film, I can't call it anything other than a horror movie um, because I'm still scared. Uh, and then for best franchise film, which I will say, I don't know why none of us really thought about the fact that like with the way that I had worded this, the Batman was eligible. Um, Excuse? Yeah. <laughs> I said I said something in the thing about pre-existing characters. Mm-hmm. Um, Kenzie was also very upset whenever I pointed that out to her. Um, but our nominees were Glass Onion, Avatar The Way of Water, Black Panther Wakanda Forever, Puss in Boots The Last Wish, and Top Gun Maverick. And our winner was Glass Onion. So I like that we sort of picked the like least franchisey film in the yeah. franchise yeah. category. The one it's one character that we've seen before. Yeah. And they don't but... even reference the first movie. And they have you know what it is, though? It. We we're putting the energy out there for the Benoit Blanc cinematic universe to yes. grow as large as the MCU. <laughs> and to not call it a Knives Out mystery and to rename it to a Benoit Blanc mystery. Um, yeah, please. I need that to happen. is so stupid. Yeah, I would agree with that one. I mean, I know he didn't even want to put that in the title. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. So I'm going to save our three like fun awards for last. And I'm going to hit us back up to, you know, sort of the the big awards of the night. Um, let's go with Best Lead Actor. Our nominees for Leading Actor are Paul Mescal, Austin Butler, Felix Kammerer, Colin Farrell, and Diego Calva. Very hot lineup. Uh, and our winner is Austin Butler. Nice. I'm okay with that. The yeah. first iCarly actor to win an Oscar Central Award. <laughs> there really we go. The first Carrie Diaries winner <laughs> to win an Oscar Central Award. Um, all right. Then for Best Lead Actress, we nominated Viola Davis, Daniel Deadweiler, Mia Goth, Kate Blanchett, and Taylor Russell. God, what a lineup. The Oscars could never. And our winner is Daniel Deadweiler for Till. Oh, yeah. I was about to pick for me a goth with Daniel Deadweiler. Fuck you, Oscars. <laughs> truly, truly, like now, especially after what happened with the Oscar nominations, it feels even better. Yeah. Um, also, our lineup feels even better after what happened with the Oscar nominations because we don't have any supporting performances in our category. Um, anyways, our nominees for Best Adapted Screenplay were She Said, All Quiet on the Western Front, Glass Onion, Bones and All, and Women Talking. And our winner of Best Adapted Screenplay is Women Talking. Nice. Good. <laughs> yeah. I I was really happy to see that. Um, and then to go with it, our nominees for Best Original Screenplay um, are Decision to Leave, The Menu, Tar, After Sun, and The Banshees of Inishirin. And our winner is After Sun which okay. I'm thrilled to see. I obviously everyone knows that I love Charlotte Wells um because she's super talented and it's so fun to see like an yeah, up and coming elsewhere. Well, you stay tuned, Adriano. <laughs> oh my, oh heavens. Our nominees for best debut director are Nikki Tao Jusu for the nanny. I'm so sorry if I said that wrong or for nanny. Um, Charlotte Wells for After Sun, Domi Shi for Turning Red, Leela, is it Nugbauer, I think, for Causeway, and Mimi Cave for Fresh. Thank God for Ricky supporting me trying to get Fresh into categories. Um, and our winner was, shockingly, Charlotte Wells for After Sun. Uh, I would have awarded her elsewhere. I would have given well. it a Well. Our nominees for Best Director are Charlotte Wells, Sarah Polly, Gina Prince-Bythewood, Luca Guadagnino, and Maria Schrader. And our winner for Best Director 
is Charlotte Wells. You guys. I would have awarded her elsewhere. Let's push our luck a little bit. Let's push our luck. You guys. Um, Yeah. I mean, I liked After Sun. Don't get me wrong, but good God. I mean, three in a row. (laughs) Yep, it is three. You're the love a bit. Good heavens. What is this? The Golden Globes? Um, no, because they don't like indie movies. Yeah, we're the After Globes. (laughs) Yeah. Um, so then our our big award of the night, our nominees for best picture are Women Talking, Elvis, She Said, After Sun, Decision to Leave, All Quiet on the Western Front, Tar, Babylon, Bones and All, and The Woman King. And our winner is Women Talking. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Thrilled to see it. Oscars would never. Uh, I was going to say, if only the Oscars would follow our lead. Yeah. Uh, and then to finish up, we've got three more fun categories. Our nominees for film that made me cry the most are After Sun, Everything Everywhere All at Once, Till, She Said, and Women Talking. I think, yes, I cried in four out of five of those. And our winner, once again, is Women Talking. Oh, yeah. So um, I like that when we voted, we said, I love films that make me cry. <laughs> Our um, last six awards have gone to two movies. I love yeah. that. I, well, I, I have a sneaking suspicion that neither will win the next category. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's true. Our, that's right. Unless, uh, unless one of us are sick and twisted. <laughs> <laughs> no, our nominees for films that made me laugh the most are Glass Onion, Weird, Bodies, 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 The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent, and Triangle of Sadness. And our winner, I wish that Kins was here to experience this, is Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. That's a good Absolutely. one. Absolutely. I'd cute. like to submit my uh, formal resignation to Oscar <laughs> Central. Rachel Sano with the best best Very upset. line deliveries of the year. <laughs> one of the best line deliveries of the year. That is true. That I was going to say, Lex, with how often you quote that movie. <laughs> that is true. I do quote Bodies, Bodies, Bodies a lot. You but do. I can't call the Pedro Pascal fan accounts and let them know that he's won anything. And that upsets me. But so I have to... I'm, I had to say, I'll let the Pete the, Davidson accounts know. The vet, the <laughs> veterinarian joke, so good, was one of the funniest things I'd ever seen in my entire life. I Even it so much. spoiler alert, the end where you find out how Pete Davidson dies, <laughs> I was crying, laughing in the in the mm-hmm. theater. It's so perfect. Right. And now, the award that you've all been waiting for. <laughs> the film from 2022 that you think Sammy Fableman could have directed. Our nominees are Bullet Train, All Quiet on the Western Front, Ambulance, Babylon, and My Policeman. And our winner is Ambulance. That's so mean. That's bullet Train? That's bullying. I really thought it was going to go Bullet Train. Um, but no, I was shocked. It may Damn. be the first award that that movie has won this year. That's so, one too many. <laughs> if someone could let them know. Damn, Sammy um, Failman grew up to suck. Sammy Failman grew up to figure out what a drone is. And yeah, what a drone is. Should we make statuettes and with send them how, to the people's PR people? With how obsessed we see Sammy Fableman with like getting each new technology, I feel like he would be like drone footage. <laughs> yeah. But you know what? My favorite nominee out of those was my policeman, but hey, still, still See, there. <laughs> the the thing with my policeman, I think Sammy Fableman would have understood what he was making better than what anyone in my policeman did. Sammy yeah. Fableman would have had the uh, had the courage to say, "Harry, you want to uh, not suck today?" <laughs> um, true. We only gave awards to the movie that Harry Styles actually did a decent performance in. <laughs> that movie exists. Uh, don't worry, darling. He's fine. He's, he's exactly what he's supposed to be. Yes, he's exactly what he was meant to be in that movie. Um, I, I feel like somehow I have to defend him in that film, but it feels like defending Hidden Christensen in the prequels. <laughs> in a, he's exactly what he was meant to be. Kind Hidden of way. Christensen in the prequel is my favorite. What a what a guy. Uh, but yeah, so I am really happy with our awards. After Sun did 
bring home the most with five. Um, and then Women Talking and Elvis both got four. Uh, Bones and All and The Woman King both got three. Um, so I, I was really Sorry, happy to see. Bug. Jacob, are you okay? <laughs> well, I ran off to get a bug that was crawling and I picked it up. And when I picked it up, it wasn't full. And you thought, mm, this is not an activity I should mute myself for. <laughs> killing no, I, I muted myself until I got it. And I was like, okay, well, I'm back and I've, I've got the thing in my hand and I should have waited a little bit longer. Jacob Thornberry, bug killer. <laughs> I'll be right back. <laughs> but yeah, I'm, I'm, you know, really happy with our winners. I loved having the whole team participate. Do either of you have any any thoughts on winners that you're like pleased with or not pleased with? I would have liked Pedro Pascal to win something. <laughs> I don't think he was nominated for anything. Can we add an additional award here at the last moment? Daddiest of daddies. And the nominees are Pedro Pascal, Pedro Pascal, Pedro Pascal, and Pedro Pascal. Oh, I have to say, the winner for daddy is of the year, Paul Mescal. Paul Mescal. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. Oh. No. Well, Paul Mescal is that settles 15 it. That settles years old. It. <laughs> He's not a daddy. He, is, he just learned how to ride a bike without training wheels. He is not a daddy. Well, Paul did, did you watch after sun because i did okay yeah, i did um and the, the, i didn't weirdly i didn't take away daddy from that sue me i'm i'm gonna call I'm eric anderson really and get his so. opinion on this <laughs> um vogue referring to paul mescal as phoebe burgess's former fiance broke my soul today yeah that okay. was the confirmation i didn't want <laughs> exactly we got um, the we got the official confirmation they were engaged yeah after yeah. the fact and that hurt yeah I, I had been I had been uh, holding off because I was like, well, no one real has said it. <laughs> and then Vogue so, did. Yeah. Isn't she with Bo Burnham now? Uh, who knows? Maybe. It's a couple of days. We have so many questions like about it. what happened there. And like, how does Maddie Healy factor in? <laughs> I thought Bo Burnham was engaged like two years ago. That's what I thought too with the Lorraine Scafaria, right? Yeah. He's been with her for like ever. Yeah. Since but maybe like not. I guess. Listen, yeah. I'm so sorry. If I was engaged to somebody and Phoebe Bridger showed up, I would I would pull a Kiki Palmer and be like, I'm sorry, I don't know who this is. <laughs> <laughs> I hope I don't sound ridiculous. I don't know who this is. Sorry to this person. <laughs> That's fair. Even if it was even if it was uh Pedro Pascal? No, that is true. <laughs> Pedro Pascal. If it was Pedro Pascal or Joseph Quinn, then no. But the odds of that happening are slim to none. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, Mister Mister Bo Burnham, though, if if you have won the ultimate prize of Phoebe Bridgers' love, Let's then know. congrats. Then I've got my um, eye on you. Then can you direct another movie and get her to do a song yeah. for it, please? And thank please. you. Um, direct another movie for the love of God. I mean, truly, Bo, where are you? <laughs> I just want him to make his uh, his Sesame Street movie. His what? <laughs> he said he was supposed to be doing the music and starring in the Sesame Street movie with like Anne Hathaway. Why is this the yeah. first time hearing of such a thing? Yeah, Anne Hathaway, Bo Burnham. He does the uh, Chance the Rappers in it. He does the. Uh, um the music for it i wish that everyone listening could see adriana's reactions to this information it's such a random cast <laughs> <laughs> like when i found it when it was like danny coley's doing a barney movie it's like what a random pairing why <laughs> nothing I'm will so, ever shake like, me like i that love did. let's take more like things that i loved as a kid that are definitely for kids and just redo them in a in a very adult way well, we have the well, here's the problem lives. jacob Sometimes you get Velma, and yes, we okay, well, we do true. have the the Winnie the Pooh horror film coming this year, don't we? Yep. Oh yeah. <laughs> I want nothing to do that. That doesn't me even look like no a extent. fun hate watch. You know what I mean? Like, I can't even give it that. Like that pisses of all the public domain. You're like, uh, I'm gonna do Winnie the Pooh. I'm so fucking edgy. Wow, I said I wasn't gonna say the F Pinocchio word on this, and then I did. That's how passionately I feel about this. It's like <laughs> I'm this. sorry, Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey, or whatever it's called. Is the ultimate pick me girl of <laughs> horror films. I should review it for Oscar Central, and I won't even Please. go see it. I'll just go on a really long rant and then be like F minus. <laughs> F minus. Wow, Adriana, we unlocked a new, a new rating we could have given Ooh. to the sun. 
Uh, <laughs> don't even okay, care. Now, if, if someone said watch the son of Winnie and Pooh blend honey, I'm like, all right, I guess I'm gonna go see Winnie the Pooh butcher someone. <laughs> <laughs> if someone said watch Eddie Munson die on a loop for eight hours straight with no bathroom or snack breaks, or watch Winnie the Pooh blood and honey. I would watch Eddie Munson die for eight hours straight with no bathroom or snack breaks. I'm concerned. Because um, <laughs> I already know um, Eddie Munson's going to die. Nothing's going to shock me, so it's fine. And to go off that, as, <laughs> On as that note, Nicole said, um, that was our Oscar Central Award. So uh, tweet at us. Let us know what you guys thought of it, um, what you liked, what you didn't like, anything like that. Adriano, where can we find you online? Um, uh, you can find me on uh, Twitter at Adriano on Letterboxd, which is just Adriano Caparuso, and my YouTube channel, which is just Adriano Caparuso as well. Lex, where can people find you online? They can find me watching Eddie Munson die on a loop for eight hours straight without <laughs> snack or bathroom breaks. Um, but besides there, they can find me on Twitter at, at AlexisWillyWILLI underscore. That is also my Instagram handle on um letterboxd that i apparently my letterboxd username is not alexis willie but i don't remember what it is um on tiktok at at moonshoes lexi where i'm teaching kids how to take care of their vinyls but the thing about gen z is they think they know absolutely everything and they can't be convinced otherwise and so heaven forbid you say something that they're if they want to touch their records with grimy little fingers they can do it um also if you wanted to follow jenny the donkey on twitter you can do that now okay anyway bye Wait, what's what's the app for Jenny the Donkey? Um, if Jenny the Donkey had a um Twitter, it would be at Jenny underscore the donkey. She currently has one tweet that says Jenny the Donkey is currently eating chicken fingers, but cut into wee pieces so that she doesn't relive what happened the last time she consumed fingers. Okay. Who said that? I was not ready for that. Um incredible. Okay. Um, Nicole, where can people find you? Yeah, yeah. Oh, She's like all that up. Jenny the donkey. Yeah, exactly. Um, you can find me tweeting at my new favorite account, Jenny the donkey. But you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, Letterboxed at Nicole Ackman sixteen. I'm also on TikTok at Nicole Brittany sixteen. I think is what it is. I should change that to make them all match at some point. Um, but yeah, come let me know what you think of the awards and what uh you know award categories that we added for this year that you'd like to see us keep for next year because we'll be we'll be doing it again in a year's time talking about you know the new Winnie the Pooh movie <laughs> no in detail no. <laughs> um, if that gets nominated for next year's Oscar Central Award I'm leaving <laughs> it's me or the bear bitches <laughs> I want to leave on that <laughs> um, you can find no, me that's online. The show, just that. <laughs> you can find me online at tberry57 on Twitter, Instagram, Letterboxd. Um, you can find the show online at Oscars underscore Central. You can find us on the web at oscarscentral.com. And next week we will likely be back again talking about the Oscars. But given that it was a week off, we wanted to, you know, spit out our awards. And like I said, Talk to us. Let us know what you thought. Let us know what you want to keep. I'm sure everybody here wants the Sammy Fableman Award to stay around. Um, and until next time, that's the show.